Hello there, my name is McNeil and you are listening to the McNeil and Friends Podcast. Here I invite different people to talk about movies. We talk about movies that are currently playing in the theaters and topics related to cinema. If you like this type of content, be sure to follow my podcast on Spotify or subscribe on Apple Podcasts. You can also support my podcast by telling your friends. And if you don't have any, you can tell your family. Thank you for listening. What's up, everybody? This is my new episode of my series called Movie Screen Quarantine. Due to the world's current circumstances, I'm talking about a wide variety of topics regarding movies in this series. Once again, I don't have a guest today because we're still quarantining in my house and things still aren't quite normal in the world yet. But I should be doing some more episodes with guests over Zoom again soon, so be on the lookout for that. I used to have guests in person every episode, but last week I did my first episode through Zoom with my friend Tucker, and we each ranked our 10 favorite horror movies, so be sure to give that a listen. Today I'm going to rank my top 5 favorite movie franchises. Everybody has a film series that they have a lot of nostalgia for, or they just have a lot of fun with, or they just totally nerd out about. So I thought today I'd talk about the movie franchises that mean the most to me. And heads up, I'm probably going to be talking spoilers for movie franchises in my ranking. But before I get into the ranking, here are some honorable mentions. Jason Bourne, X-Men, How to Train Your Dragon, and The Fast and the Furious. Now let's jump into my top five. So coming in at number five is Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible started in 1996 and it's still ongoing to this day. There are six movies in this franchise, and we have two more confirmed to be coming out soon. I'm a fan of action movies, and this is just my favorite straight-up action franchise. No superheroes or anything like that, just straight-up action. The Mission Impossible franchise is just about spies going on secret missions, doing crazy stunts. And my favorite thing about this franchise is that Tom Cruise does his own stunts. You can find a crazy stunt that he does in each movie. He's climbed the tallest tower in the world for one of these movies. He's hung on the side of a plane. He's learned to fly a helicopter. He's done some mountain climbing. And he did a Halo skydiving stunt in one of these movies as well. The first Mission Impossible film is a very solid movie. The opening sequence is honestly pretty shocking with what happens to some of the characters. And there are some cool action sequences in this movie too. And Mission Impossible is the foundation for the franchise since it is the first film. It's not my favorite film in the franchise, but I do think it's a really good movie. Now, Mission Impossible 2 is the only film I don't care for in this franchise. It's so over the top in every way. They tried to make Ethan Hunt, played by Tom Cruise, a James Bond type character by making the story revolve around a love interest named Naya, but also making Ethan Hunt come across as a player, and it just really didn't work. And there are so many slow motion shots in this movie And they're so overused. The slow motion is just all over the place in this movie. It can be really silly too, especially when they're trying to be dramatic with the slow motion shots when Ethan Hunt is looking at Naya. It was like Nicholas Sparks movies meets Fast and Furious. It was just really funny to watch. But there's also some overly dramatic action scenes and slow motion that involved Tom Cruise doing a flip kick through a flock of doves and another really over-the-top scene involving a dove. It's just so excessive, but there are some good stunts in this movie and the action can be entertaining. Even though I don't really care for this movie, it is still really entertaining just because of how goofy this movie is today. 
and it's just the kind of movie you'd want to watch with your friends and laugh at. However, Mission Impossible 3 is where I think the franchise gets really good. My personal favorite movie in the franchise is Mission Impossible 3. I think it has a really good story that carries into the movies that came after it in this series, and Philip Seymour Hoffman played a really great villain in MI3. He was definitely the best villain in the franchise. There are some great stunts in the movie as well, but they aren't quite as memorable as the stunts in Mission Impossible 4 through 6. But starting with Mission Impossible 4, Ghost Protocol, is where the stunts were really taken to another level because this is the one where Tom Cruise actually climbed the Burj Khalifa, which is the tallest building in the world. There are some really cool aerial shots of that stunt in the movie that honestly frighten me because I'm scared of heights, and it makes me feel like I'm standing on the edge of a cliff. Mission Impossible 5, Rogue Nation, is where Tom Cruise hung onto the side of a plane and did an underwater stunt where he held his breath for a long period of time. And Mission Impossible 6, also known as Mission Impossible Fallout, probably has the best action in the franchise. It has the craziest stunts involving helicopters and skydiving, and I think it has the best fight sequence in the whole series as well. This one also brings all the movies full circle with a really great ending, but again, I cannot stress enough that Tom Cruise does all of his stunts, and everything you see him do in these movies is all him. There's no stunt double. They're usually not shot on a green screen, and of course he uses stunt wire sometimes, but what he's managed to do in these movies is just really impressive to me. So I'm looking forward to Mission Impossible 7 and 8. So coming in at number 4 is Harry Potter. This series ran from 2001 to 2011. I'm not including the Fantastic Beasts movies, so there are a total of 8 movies in this franchise. So I'm going to have to tell you guys a little bit of a story before I explain why Harry Potter is on this list. I never thought in a million years I would be putting the Harry Potter movies on here. When I was a kid, I was really stubborn about watching these movies. I only wanted to watch movies that had lightsabers or superheroes. So Wizards and Magic didn't really make the cut for me when I was younger. I tried to watch the first two films when I was in high school, but I still didn't really care for it because it wasn't my idea. And I was only half paying attention. I just didn't care at all. But last week, I had a friend who never really seen any of these movies either tell me he watched the first two Harry Potter movies because he was marathoning them. And he wasn't saying I should watch them too or anything like that, but I told him when he watched them to let me know and I'd watch one at my house as well. I just kind of decided that on a whim, which is something I don't normally do. So I watched one a day and I was hooked by the time I got to the third movie. Once I finished the sixth one, I basically watched the last two back to back, and I even finished the series before my friend who had a two-day head start. I was worried about putting the Harry Potter movies on this list, though, just because I literally just finished them just a few days ago. So I did take recency bias into consideration, but I just did not expect to become this big of a fan of the Harry Potter series. I have to say that this is an awesome series, and it definitely is better than some of the series I was considering putting on this list. The storytelling in the Harry Potter movies is incredible because it's just one big overarching story. The lore in these movies is incredible too, and I know the books are really what deserve the credit for all this, so I think I'm going to go back and read the books actually, and I'm sure there's even more detail there. The characters in this series are fantastic. There are lots of characters I really like, such as Severus Snape, Sirius Black, Hermione, Dumbledore, Hagrid, Dobby, and of course Harry Potter. 
But Voldemort is an awesome villain. The impact he has on this entire series, even though he's not even in some of these movies, is just incredible. The dude is extremely powerful and really causes serious damage in lots of ways. It's also really hard to pick a favorite of these movies because I really like most of these movies. The only one I didn't really care for was Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, the second one. But I still don't think it's a bad movie by any means. It was just the only one I was kind of bored in because it was really long. But I like all the others. But in no particular order, my favorites are The Prisoner of Azkaban, The Order of the Phoenix, and The Deathly Hallows Part 2. It's hard to pick a favorite, but I'm not going to say which one my favorite is yet, because in a couple weeks I'm going to do an episode where I rank all the movies, so be on the lookout for that. Before I reveal my top three favorite movie franchises, be sure to follow me on Letterboxd at McNeil Mulliken, M-C-N-E-I-L-L-M-U-L-L-I-K-I-N. No spaces or capital letters. Letterboxd is where I post the movies I watch and write reviews. You can follow me on Instagram at underscore McNeil, M-C-N-E-I-L-L, followed by two more underscores, and you can follow the McNeil and Friends podcast on Instagram at mcneil.and.friends.podcast. Message me through either account to let me know what your favorite movie franchises are, and if you have anything you'd like me to talk about on this podcast for this series, message me through either Instagram account. Also, you can find the McNeil and Friends podcast on Twitter, and lastly, you can find the McNeil and Friends podcast on Patreon and support this podcast by becoming a patron if you so desire. So coming in at my number three is Batman. The Batman franchise really started in 1966, but it depends on who you ask how many movies are in this franchise. For me, I say there are nine. I count Batman from 1966 because it was a live-action theatrical movie, and then there's Batman from 1989, Batman Returns, Batman Forever, Batman and Robin, and then you have the Dark Knight trilogy, and lastly, Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice. Some people count Justice League as a Batman movie. I do not. But we are getting another Batman trilogy with Robert Pattinson playing the superhero, so I'm really excited about that. If you've listened to any of my episodes where I've talked about comic book movies in any way, shape, or form, then you should know that Spider-Man is my favorite superhero and Batman is a close second. And even though Spider-Man is my favorite, Batman has had better movies in my opinion. But there have been some pretty bad Batman movies. Like I said earlier, Batman movies go back to as far as the 60s. Batman from 66, I know is supposed to be a classic, but it sucks and I don't have the nostalgia for it. Uh, I'm a big fan of the Tim Burton Batman movies. I think Tim Burton was the perfect director to make a Batman movie in the late 1980s and early 1990s. Back then, I don't think a super realistic superhero movie would have done very well at all. And Batman is a superhero with very dark, realistic stories. Tim Burton can definitely make dark movies, but they aren't realistic. They're more fantastical. I think the tone he went for was the perfect balance of darkness and the comic book flair in order to make a Batman movie work so well for that time. Michael Keaton, I think, was a pretty good Batman, and Jack Nicholson was awesome as the Joker in Batman from 1989. I personally like Batman Returns better. I love the story of that movie and that it was darker and weirder than the first film. And Danny DeVito was amazing as the Penguin, and Michelle Pfeiffer was also fantastic as Catwoman. I also love the score in this movie in particular. Danny Elfman is my favorite film composer, and the way he was able to take a dark story 
that takes place at Christmas and find a way to make creepy sounding Christmas like music is just incredible to me. Now I am going to skip over Batman Forever and Batman and Robin because they are garbage and should not have been made. They should have just let Tim Burton make the third movie he was going to do. But now we live in a world where Batman Forever and Batman and Robin exist. So moving on to the Dark Knight trilogy. This is my all time favorite trilogy and it's a completely different take on Batman. Christopher Nolan, my all time favorite director, was able to take Batman and ground the character in reality. Batman Begins, I think, is one of the greatest origin story movies of all time because you really get to learn so much about Bruce Wayne's fears, motivations, and values and how that translates to him becoming Batman. This movie was unlike any Batman movie there had ever been at the time, but then there was A Dark Knight, and it was an instant classic. One of the greatest sequels of all time, one of the greatest comic book movies of all time, and a lot of people consider it one of the greatest movies ever. Easily the best thing about The Dark Knight for me was Heath Ledger's performance as the Joker. The Joker is my all-time favorite villain, and Heath Ledger's iteration was such a realistic take on the character, and it was executed so well. I actually released an episode recently where I ranked all of the Joker performances, so if you want to hear more of what I have to say about Heath Ledger as the Joker and all the other Jokers, Give that episode a listen. Anyways, The Dark Knight managed to explore some really deep philosophical themes with the characters in this movie, and it's also just a really entertaining and thrilling movie. The Dark Knight is my favorite of the Batman films and the Dark Knight trilogy. But lastly in the Dark Knight trilogy, we have The Dark Knight Rises. I think this one is the weakest of this trilogy, but I say that lightly. I think this is still an awesome movie, and I know this movie gets a fair amount of hate for whatever reason, but I think it's a great bookend to this trilogy. Tom Hardy was awesome as Bane, and the character of Bruce Wayne was developed really well in my opinion. Overall, the Dark Knight trilogy is a dope trilogy, and without it, the Batman franchise wouldn't have been one of my favorites. I'm also going to skip over Batman vs. Superman because I'm only talking about why the Batman franchise is one of my favorites, and Batman vs. Superman does not contribute to that. But I'm really excited about the next Batman movie coming out with Robert Pattinson. I'm curious to see if it's going to be different, if it's going to be similar to any of the other movies, and just what it's bringing to the table. So coming in at my number two is Star Wars. This started back in 1977, and it's still technically ongoing to this day because there are some confirmed spinoff movies that we're going to be getting in the future. But the main attraction to the Star Wars movies is the Skywalker saga, which is divided into three trilogies, so a total of nine movies. There are two spinoff films, so that means there are a total of 11 movies so far in this franchise. Some of my earliest memories are watching Star Wars as a kid. I've been a Star Wars fan for as long as I can remember, and even though I'm a huge fan, I have been disappointed by Star Wars a couple of times, just like I have been some Batman movies. So what I'm going to do is just talk about the trilogies and a little bit about each movie. So starting off with the prequels, the prequels definitely have a pretty bad reputation. I think everybody knows that and I completely understand. I think there are a lot of things the prequels got wrong, but I think there is so much potential with those movies because I think the prequel trilogy story could have been something really awesome. I'm not a prequel defender by any means. I just try to look at them through the lens of what they could have been. The Phantom Menace, the first prequel film, is a disappointing movie, but I honestly think Attack of the Clones is the worst prequel movie. The Phantom Menace has one of the best lightsaber battles of all time with Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan Kenobi versus Darth Maul, and there's some depth behind that battle, but I just couldn't care less about the lightsaber battles in Attack of the Clones because I didn't feel like there was any of that depth behind it. The Phantom Menace introduces some awesome characters, and John Williams' score in this movie is fantastic. I don't like The Phantom Menace, but I don't dislike it either. It's just kind of in the middle of the road for me. But I don't like Attack of the Clones. 
However, Revenge of the Sith, the third movie in this trilogy, is my all-time favorite Star Wars movie. If you've listened to me talk about this movie here on my podcast before, then you know why I like this movie so much. But basically, Revenge of the Sith was the movie that made me realize I liked movies more than the average person. It's extremely nostalgic for me because I watched it for the first time at five years old and I've loved it ever since. And this is just my opinion, but I think it has the best lightsaber battle in the entire franchise, which is the one between Anakin and Obi-Wan at the end of the movie. And from the first time I saw it, I loved it because it was darker than the other movies. And I've always just kind of gravitated towards darker movies since then. Revenge of the Sith is really the foundation of my taste in movies. Now, I'm not going to talk a lot about the Star Wars spinoff movies, but I do enjoy both of them. Solo, I think, is a good adventure movie about Han Solo and tells a good story of where he came from. And Rogue One, I think, does an excellent job of showing the war element of Star Wars. Also, that scene with Darth Vader at the end of Rogue One is one of the greatest Star Wars moments of all time. But the original Star Wars movies are classics. They are some of the greatest movies ever. They were so inspirational to so many movies, and they, in a way, really defined pop culture. The original Star Wars film, A New Hope, I think is a great movie. It's a really simple story, probably the most simple of any of these movies, and just a great space adventure. Some of the most iconic Star Wars characters were introduced in this movie, and what blows me away about this film is that George Lucas came up with all the details for this movie. He just thought of it all up in his brain and created the characters, the lore, and the story itself, and that's just really impressive to me. The Empire Strikes Back is the one people tend to say is the best of the original trilogy, and I'm not going to argue with that. It is a great movie, and this is the one where Darth Vader reveals he's Luke Skywalker's father, and I just wish I could have been there in the theaters to experience that, but I wasn't born for another 20 years, so there's nothing I can do about that. But my favorite thing about this movie is the introduction to Yoda, my favorite Star Wars character, and the scenes where he trains Luke Skywalker. Those scenes expand on the mythology. Yoda has very philosophical lines in those scenes, and there's just a lot of meaning to it. My personal favorite of the original Star Wars trilogy, though, is Return of the Jedi. It's the movie that wrapped up the original Star Wars story, and I think it does it really well. I love that Luke Skywalker in this movie isn't whiny anymore, and he's that heroic Jedi. He's matured, and he is really cool in this movie. All the characters are great in this movie, and this one I think has the best action of the original trilogy and the best lightsaber battle of this trilogy, which is between Luke and Darth Vader at the end. Also, Palpatine is more prominent in this movie, which was awesome. Oh, and the Ewoks. The Ewoks are dope. I don't care what you say about them. Anyway, moving on to the sequel trilogy. The sequel trilogy is a very interesting group of movies because it divided the Star Wars fan base in a way we hadn't really seen before. Now let me explain it this way. So everybody loved the originals when they came out. And I, of course, wasn't alive for that. But from what I know, people were in love with Star Wars during the original trilogy era. Then the prequels came out, and most people were not fans of those movies. And then the sequels came out. The Force Awakens was released, and it was like the Star Wars fan base was united after the prequel trilogy. Most people really liked The Force Awakens, and then The Last Jedi came out. This movie completely split the Star Wars fan base in half. People either loved it or they hated it. And then The Rise of Skywalker came out, and for the most part, it seemed that if you hated The Last Jedi, then you liked The Rise of Skywalker, and vice versa. So now I guess I'll talk about which of these movies I like and dislike. The Force Awakens, I think, is a great movie. That was the first Star Wars movie I ever saw in the theaters, and it was one of the coolest experiences I've ever had in a theater. Even though it is a similar plot to A New Hope, I liked it a lot because I think it needed to bring some 
familiarity to a new Star Wars movie in order to get people on board with the franchise again. I also really liked the new characters, but The Last Jedi I did not like at all, and I was in the camp that it just wasn't a good movie. I wasn't a fan of it, and I'm not going to talk about why because I don't want this to be a negative episode, but if you want to hear me elaborate on that subject, I have an episode from a few months back where I talk about The Rise of Skywalker and I rank all the Star Wars movies. But moving on, I love The Rise of Skywalker. I know so many people hate that movie, and that's totally fine. Everybody has a right to love or hate any Star Wars movie. I don't like The Last Jedi, but I'm not going to tell somebody that they can't like it because their opinion doesn't bother me. You're entitled to like or dislike any Star Wars movie. The Star Wars fan base needs to have the mindset I have when it comes to these movies because people are saying crazy things to each other all because of an opinion. It's ridiculous. But having different opinions is what should be fun because it makes for interesting conversations. You can't really talk about Star Wars anymore without mentioning the divided fan base. But anyways, back to The Rise of Skywalker. If you haven't caught on already, my favorite movie from each trilogy is the last one, and that's because I'm a huge fan of endings. And I think all of these trilogies have great endings. And I think The Rise of Skywalker was a satisfying conclusion to the saga. Overall, my favorite Star Wars trilogy is the original trilogy, but there are movies I love from all of the trilogies. And Star Wars is just a series I have been a fan of for so long, and I grew up watching these movies, so it's hard not to have Star Wars this high on my list. But coming in at number one is the Marvel Cinematic Universe. This started back in 2008, and it is still ongoing today. There are a total of 23 movies in this franchise, and we have plenty more to go. So the Marvel Cinematic Universe began back in 2008 with Iron Man back when I was 8 years old. And from there, we got The Incredible Hulk, Iron Man 2, and Thor. But the first MCU movie I saw in the theaters was Captain America the First Avenger. I had actually seen The Incredible Hulk first on DVD, but my first theatrical experience with the MCU was Captain America the First Avenger. Since Captain America, there have been 18 movies in this franchise and there's only been one I didn't see in the theaters. That means out of all 23 movies, I have seen 18 of these movies in the theaters. So I really did grow up with this franchise. Before this universe began, I watched superhero cartoons and older superhero movies and read comic books. So seeing these characters on the big screen practically every year from the time I saw Captain America the First Avenger was awesome. I can say that I have genuinely been disappointed in the MCU once, and that was Captain Marvel. Sure, there are some movies that aren't quite as good as some of the others, but Captain Marvel is really the only one out of all 23 movies that I think is bad. And to have a series with 23 movies that you've only been disappointed with once, I think says a lot about the franchise. Each experience I had in the theaters with these movies is memorable, and going to the theaters to see these movies was exciting. And now that the Infinity Saga, as Marvel calls the first 23 movies, is over with, we are about to get a new and continuing storyline with plenty more movies when theaters open back up. So I'm looking forward to that. But anyways, my favorite Marvel Cinematic Universe character is Spider-Man. Spider-Man has always been my favorite superhero, and Tom Holland, I think, is the best Spider-Man. I've really enjoyed both of his Spider-Man movies, and he's been great in the team-up movies as well, such as Captain America Civil War and the more recent two Avengers movies. I also think the Captain America movies have all been awesome, and Black Widow is a favorite character of mine, so I'm really looking forward to her movie. And Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man was iconic, and he's irreplaceable in that role. And I also like Ant-Man a lot, but my favorite movies in this franchise are easily the Avengers movies. They are all some of my favorite movies, and Avengers Endgame is easily my favorite of the four Avengers movies. Endgame was really the culmination of all these movies, and everything came together so well. 
as a big superhero fan and somebody who grew up with these movies coming out and having the theatrical experience for the majority of these movies, I have to put the Marvel Cinematic Universe as number one. But again, this is all just my opinion. Like I said before, everybody has those film series that they just absolutely love. And these were just my five favorite movie franchises. I'd love to hear your favorite movie franchises, and you can let me know by messaging me on Instagram at underscore McNeil, followed by two more underscores, or McNeil.and.friends.podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, be sure to tune in for more episodes in this series, and don't forget to follow or subscribe to my podcast on the platform you listen to podcasts so you can be notified when new episodes are released. Stay safe out there, everybody, and once again... Thank you for listening.